ahead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy, happy. Hope you're all doing well. I certainly am. We got some gaming to do, I hope, soon coming this week. I got some drawing to do. I got some new pens. I want to try them out. And we'll see how they stack. Brush pens. I'm getting more and more into the brush pens. I think I'll uh, stick with them for a while. Since I'm doing mostly, I don't know, backgrounds and, and landscapes and things like that. So, today, the timeline of your world. And how flexible is it? And how much do you have to pay attention to it? We'll find out more about that after this. You know, I understand worlds and campaign worlds and stuff should have a timeline. When I start, I don't think much about the timeline unless it comes up organically, which is if I come up with an adventure and something in the past happened and it pertains to the adventure you're doing right now, boom, you got something from the timeline, which is good. You know, if you... If you need if you need some kind of MacGuffin or Deus Ex Machina or something like that, and if you can throw that in as backstory or a prophecy or something like that, that's a good thing. So, if you have a world you've had for, say, a few years, and you've been doing adventures, whether they're modules or your own stuff, say, I'd focus mainly on the stuff that you create. Because once you start using modules all the time, or trying to try to integrate that kind of thing, I would have to look through the modules and just look and see, you know, what would fit and what wouldn't as far as timeline goes. And do you want to keep that in there? So I'd focus mainly on your own original creation stuff. And it can be a pain sometimes to keep track of it you if you've done a, a game say you got a campaign world that goes back about five years that's five years worth of adventures right there that you have to you should you should i'm not saying it's going to be a i think you should do this you should sift through the stuff you wrote and find out what did you do what is pertinent and what can what can we start coming up with like a rough timeline I'm not saying you have to come up with anything elaborate like source books and campaign books and stuff. And frankly, most of that stuff, if it's, I can catch the, I'm good at looking at timelines now and just try and catch the pertinent stuff. Because some of these guys go, and then this age, this thing happened, and he came forward, and over in this age, da 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 da. Some of these games are like that, especially the older campaign worlds. But, Look at your modules and pick out pertinent timelines and just start putting it together. What did you say in this what did you say in this adventure when this took place and put that there? First thing you have to decide is when does the world start? Okay? And from there up until the present day. And I what I would do is I'd just take a piece of paper and draw a line. And just go through your modules and say, okay, the world started at this point. And then I would start adding on the line where things you've 
said or mentioned in your adventures for this campaign, how it if you know what okay, this happened here. This I said this happened here. I said this happened here. I said this happened here. And usually you give kind of like a, a con a context like in the fifth millennia or fifty years ago or something like that. And so then you just sort of like lay down the time. Cause first of all, I have you notice I have not mentioned any numbers yet. Except for like, you know, when you what you said in the adventure. Because you can make this world a recent world or you can bring this back millennia if you want. I don't want to do millennia, so I don't usually do that. But what I'm saying is then you sit around and you go, okay, I said this happened this year. First of all, where do I start? What's year zero like? I would write something like da 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 the world was created and then go from there and then you start doing it. And if you want to look at your campaign map and go, okay, we've got elves over here, dwarves over here, this kingdom is on the rise. It's it's ha- it's the happening kingdom in the world. When did the, when was this founded? And you can even look at like NPC backstories or even player character backstories, and it'll give you some idea of what the how old the world is and what what has progressed in its history. And like I said, you look at the map going, okay, this is a big kingdom. It wasn't always big. It was smaller. So I will make it here where it started and here where it is. You know, present day, here it is. But and then you start seeing a rough timeline. See, I like I said, I don't care about a detailed timeline, but that's just a rough idea from what you do for for your campaign. So you can get a rough idea of of when things happened. So you can tell somebody who's new to the game, who's new to your campaign, saying, okay, this is, you can actually sit down. I would actually sit down now and I could write a one-page backstory for the world, for for the campaign world. I could do, or even a few paragraphs. You know, things just, just say important things in the timeline. It's, it's like you're giving the player character, this is what you know about the world. And sometimes, depending on the player character, too, if they're less intelligent or something like that, they may only know stuff around their area, kind of like the medieval times. You only knew the stuff around your area. Beyond the mountains, that was no man's land or whatever. But I like to progress a little more more to like more Renaissance, where people have actually traveled and things like that. So this is what you know in your area, because you can do it this way. This is what you know in your village. This is what you know in this area. And this is what you know about the world. And using that timeline, you can actually give smarter players, or not smarter players, but smarter characters, <laughs> more, a little more knowledge on that. And that would behoove you. And notice I say, you don't start this right away because, you know, I'm the kind of guy who says, okay, here's a village, here's a dungeon, here's a forest, go. And we'll figure it out. I've got my own world earth. I'm still building it. I have not done a timeline now, but I think I am about ripe for it. It's about time. It's about time I should probably have done things. Now, I've got things like Bluffside in it, which is a module, which is a supplement for now Castles and Crusades 
which I put in my world because I love that that city and the area around it. So I added it. So I've got to take that into consideration. I'm not going to be publishing this anytime soon, but there it is, you know, for me to use. So that's just something to think about, about timelines. All right, I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help us help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thank you, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard podcast. Uh, Mike, <laughs> oh, man. Mark C. Wallring's The Young the young here we go mark c wallrings the yawning owlbear podcast and big john allen larges the red dice diaries and eric tenkar's tavern chat great podcasts all so until i see you folks next time keep the dice warm and i'll talk to you later bye-bye questions comments send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com we'll see you next time when radio grognard is on the air (laughs) 